Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, it's the final episode of our Summer Entertainment Guide, where we help you make sense of summer's overwhelming options for how to spend your days. Today, the CityCast team is sharing our top local giftable experiences, including treats and activities to mark Pride Month, the start of pool season, and more. It's Wednesday, June 21st. I'm Mallory Falk, and here's what Pittsburgh's talking about. I'm with CityCast's Francesca DeBecco. Hey. And Maria Carter. Hey there, Mallory. So every month we share our favorite gift recommendations. And for June, we're combining that with our summer entertainment guide to recommend some great activities that you can share with your loved ones. So Maria, kick us off. Our first category is things to buy. What have you got for us? Yeah, I'm going to come out of the gate strong on this one, Mallory. Museum membership, the Carnegie Museums. Um, A must-have. Yeah, it's really, I mean, you know, if you were to go to all of the museums, like, it'd be the cost of a membership, really. Um, You know, uh, the Carnegie Museums, I think there are a total of four of them. Art, Natural History, the Andy Warhol Museum, and the Science Center. It's $75 for an individual, $100 for two people, and $150 for a family of, um, that's two adults and four kids. So that's a really great deal. And I know like a lot of families um, really love like memberships to museums and zoos because they like to go and, you know, if your kids kind of poop out after half an hour or an hour, whatever, <laughs> like maybe literally, maybe figuratively, <laughs> um, <laughs> you yeah. don't feel bad about it. You're just going to go back another day and have fun and, you know, do it again. Because like a lot of times kids love those places, but they just don't have the attention span to be there for three or four hours. Maria, this is such a good idea, especially whenever we get that heat wave and you need to be in the air conditioning. I think that this works for families, adults, anyone really. Yeah, it's the perfect way to cool off while also experiencing some lovely artwork or some great... uh dinosaur bones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's really something for everyone at one of these museums or all of them, really. And if you're traveling this year, um, one of the benefits of having the museum memberships is they have like a reciprocal agreement with lots of other museums that you can get into free in lots of other cities. So, you know, if you're going to an arboretum or an art museum or a science center somewhere else, it's really worth checking um, because that Museum membership may get you a discount on like as you're traveling or get you in for free. The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Yeah, Some local exploration, some places to stop while while you're on vacation. You get it all. Yeah. (laughs) 
What if the person you want to get a gift for this month, the Carnegie Museums aren't really their thing? Because we have so many museums um, outside of that system here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, pretty much all museums offer some sort of membership option. So you could get them a membership, you know, at the Mattress Factory, at the Phipps, at the National Aviary, the Children's Museum. So like whatever they enjoy, you could get them a membership there. And really, you're doing something nice for them. and You're supporting like a community good that's really helping all of Pittsburgh in the region. I love that so much. Yeah. Off to a strong start. That's a great call, Maria. Um, So we've covered the nice enclosed air conditioned spaces. My gift idea is for folks who want to spend time outdoors, but still stay cool. Um, Get outside. Be be outside. Uh, That would be gifting the loved one in your life um, a pool pass or a pool tag. So you can buy season pool passes for the Allegheny County pool system or a tag for Pittsburgh city pools. Um, Because as we talked about, last week on our episode where we gave a definitive ranking of all of Pittsburgh's pools, (laughs) you can't get into these places for free. You need to pay for admission. Uh, So for the county pools, an individual pass is $80 for county residents who are over 18 years old, uh, $40 for seniors, and then $100 for non-residents or $50 for seniors. And then there are also family pass options, which are cheaper. And that gets you into Settlers Cabin Park, South Park, North Park, Boyce Park, which which is perfect if wave pools um, are your gift recipients thing. Yeah, that sounds (laughs) like fun. Crash some waves. Exactly. Uh, Then for the city, it's uh, $30 for a resident adult, someone over 16, $20 for seniors, and $45 for non-residents. And again, there's also family passes, uh, which are a little more affordable. And that gets you access to all 15 of the city pools that just opened last weekend. And like I mentioned, if you're wondering which one to hit up, we've got that great um, episode where we brought on city pool expert Jill Turner to give her ultimate ranking of Pittsburgh's pools. Yeah, definitely. Definitely check that one out. This is also such a great idea. Like we said, we're getting into that heat of summer and everyone's going to need to cool off. I really feel like it should be accessible and not necessarily a luxury to have access to pools. So I think that this is perfect for anyone, um, you know, really trying to stay alive this summer in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and for a person who's only spending their second summer in Pittsburgh, it really seems like Pittsburghers love their pools um, in a way I don't always see have or haven't really seen other places. Like, it's very impressive. That's interesting. That's an interesting observation. Yeah, I I, I like it. Francesca, what have you got for us? Yeah, so sticking with the gift theme, this is an activity, but also a place where you can go and buy some items from local businesses. Um, On Friday, June 30th, from 5.30 to 9 p.m. at the Union Project in Highland Park, there is the Queer Craft Market, which is Pittsburgh's original queer-led craft market featuring local LGBTQIA plus makers, artists, creators. It's been around since 2017. It's always a lot of fun to see all of the local makers and really browse and find something unique. It's a great thing to bring someone to as just like an activity, like everyone loves shopping, but also so they can pick out their favorite thing. And so this is perfect for Pride Month, you know, celebrating celebrating all of our vibrant colors all month long. Has anything stood out to you that you've noticed when you've been at the uh, queer craft market in the past? Yeah, I've been to one before always such like really unique art, um, jewelry, 
uh, accessories. Um, there's also oftentimes some food items too. This one, like I said, is at the Union Project. It's a fun excuse to go and check out their um, their pottery studio and their ceramics there. So, oh, there will probably most definitely be ceramic vendors there too. Um, it's just so fun to see all of the homemade creations and support your local businesses. Do you like to dance, look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch? Well, mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins and so will everyone else there be playful be imaginative explore your magical realm because this is a theme party you want to come dressed to impress you must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum its art its education and all of its community outreach initiatives get your tickets now to the 25th mattress factory garden party they are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Next up is probably my favorite category, a gift related to food or drink. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maria, let's dig in. Yeah, well, we have been digging into a lot of things around about gardening and farmers markets here on CityCast. So mm-hmm. I was thinking we all might have a lot of veggies to uh, that we might need to use soon. And so I wanted to think about something that we could use our veggies for. So I found... Um, something that we could do. We could make a stir fry. Um, There are a bunch of different uh, cooking classes at Phipps. And one that I thought would be especially appropriate was the Pan-Asian Tour Summer Stir Fry. Um, It's Chef Rachel Homan. And it's Wednesday, June 28th at 6 p.m. It's $75 for members, $80 for non-members. And it's a real hands-on class in their Botany Hall kitchen you can learn how to make two different sauces, a ginger soy sauce, which sounds delicious, and a teriyaki mm. sauce with a basil cucumber salad. And like, you know, who doesn't have a lot of cucumbers by the end of the summer? So like, oh, that yeah. seems like a perfect thing to like uh, learn how to make. Maria, how did I not know that Phipps had cooking classes? This is a game changer. Like, I always <laughs> think of them as the garden center, but why did I not think about um, you know, all of the things that they grow in, in the in what they can do with it. That's so cool. Um, I love this. I love a stir fry. I think it's so fun to show people how to use um, their backyard garden goodies. Yeah. And I love classes like this because it's also something where you could ask questions where it's like, oh, I'm not growing cucumbers, but I have this or that. 
you know, how can I use eggplant in this? You know, maybe right. not using it in the stir fry, but you'd be able to ask probably and get that answer and right. like, you know, get some real advice like catered to what you like or what you're growing. Yeah. And I mean, for anyone who's like maybe signed up for a CSA where you get some like mystery uh, so vegetables that you have sometimes. no idea how to approach. This sounds really perfect. I love mystery vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's sometimes you just get so many in a CSA where you're like, oh, I would be fine with a little bit of this, but I've got a whole lot to use right now. <laughs> Well, that's actually, if you have a lot of something, um, Mallory, I think what you are going to suggest is a really good idea, too. Yeah, moving out of the vegetable garden into the berry bush. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There is a class called Pickles and Pop where you can learn. So Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh. um, You can learn how to ferment or pickle uh, berries to make wild soda. Mm. What? That's amazing. Sign me up. Sign yes. me up. I um I know we're talking about gifting things to other people, but I might <laughs> gift this to myself. <laughs> Wait, so a fermented soda, does that mean it's a little bit alcoholic or do we slightly, have... probably. Okay. Okay. Probably slightly, but um nothing more than I bet um some kombucha. Like kombucha. Or yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. probably very limited. Yeah. So this class, it's um, it's not for a little while. It's on Monday, July 24th from 6.30 to 7 at the East End Food Co-op. But that means if you give someone the gift, this gift in June, they've got like a full month to get excited to collect their berries, to think about their flavors. And you should sign up early, too, because these tend to sell out. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to give you some advance notice here. Um, the class is $20 if you're a co-op member and $25 if you're not. And you'll leave with a jar of lacto-fermented berries and some wild soda to ferment at home. Um, and it also looks like this is the third in a five-part series of classes they're doing there on fermentation being offered by this group called Community Culture. Love a great pun. Love Um, this. And so if your gifty loves this class, then you're kind of setting them on down this path to be able to learn more. Um, there's a class later in July that's an intro to koji and tempeh. Um, Koji is like an ingredient that's used in miso, sake, rice, wine, vinegar, things with that flavor profile. And then in August, there's an intro to miso class. So if someone in your life is really into all things pickled, all things fermented, um, you know, start them off with this class and then see where it goes. That's so fun. Uh, Mallory, if you do this, can we taste your soda? Once it's done? If it turns out well. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to try it first. (laughs) I love this. I have been putting these in the newsletter. They actually kicked it off with a kimchi class. I make my own kimchi at home. So it was really (gasps) fun to see that. Um, and I just, I just love this idea. You've been holding out on me, Francesca. <laughs> Don't worry, I will share. But this is also perfect to get you in the mood for Picklesburg. Make your own Picklesburg <gasps> at home. Mm. Yeah. One thing I will not be making is pickle soda. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I'll, I'll skip that. <laughs> Francesca, you've got another pride pick for us, right? Yes, we have another pride idea. This is also in the drink category. So if you have someone in your life who is queer and loves beer, uh, give them a membership card to the Queer Beer Club at Necromancer Brewing. Um, it's out on Babcock Boulevard near Ross Township. They actually have a new uh, beer that they released. It's called Even Gayer. It's a light beer. Ooh. So with this membership, you can meet the Queer Beer Club every third Tuesday. Uh, you get $5 pours on all beers and 
50% off queer merch anytime. Just flash your card. I think it's a really fun way to be a part of the community, um, you know, both the beer community and the queer community, both at the same time. They have a lot of cool events. They also have a Pride Market coming up this week on Thursday. So another opportunity to shop small. Um, yeah, I just think that this is so cool. You know, I don't even drink beer, but I wanted to <laughs> shout this out for the folks who do. I know we got a lot of we got a big craft beer community locally. Francesca, how much does it uh, cost to join this club? Oh, it's totally free. What? What a deal. So this is a relatively affordable gift to give a friend or a loved one. Yes, it's for your frugal queer friends uh, who love beer. <laughs> So all of our recommendations so far have involved like some kind of activity, but now we're really digging into things to do, um, experience-based gifts that you can share. Maria, kick us off. Yeah, I was thinking summer and I'm like, what is more summer than a drive-in movie? Mm. It's perfect for summer. It's outdoors. It's an experience. It really um, it's an event because it really takes up a lot of time. A lot of times you need to get there kind of early-ish in the evening, like 7, 7.30, maybe at the latest because you want a good spot. Um, and then the show starts at dusk, so 9-ish, 9.30, depending on... Um, when you're going in the summer and the cost is really about the same as a regular movie theater about nine ten bucks for an adult ticket but you get two movies so you get two of these big blockbuster movies uh for the price of one and you get to bring your own snacks yeah you can bring your own <laughs> snacks which is great like if you have any sort of you know like food allergies or concerns, you don't have to worry. Um, you know, you can like make sure that it doesn't have any sort of milk products or wheat or whatever. Or if and, you just don't want to pay for overpriced yeah. candy and popcorn. <laughs> I love this idea too of thinking about this as a gift of maybe making some really elaborate like higher end movie snacks, uh, baking yeah. or cooking them in advance to surprise uh, whoever you're taking to the drive-in with. Um, some like, I kept imagining some really like, high-end fancy Rice Krispie treats or something along those lines. Like a true picnic at the drive-in. I love that. Yeah, or some like really like fancy like caramel popcorn type things. Mm. And, um, you know, I will say bring cash. Um, some of these places don't accept credit cards. The other things I'd say bring bug repellent. Um, you will be outside. And as we all know, mosquitoes, especially around dusk, can be a thing. Uh, Wait, you'll be out. Aren't you sitting in your car? You can sit in your car, but a lot of times people like to sit outside where there's a breeze, you know, it's oh, right. a little hotter evening. So bring some chairs. Um, one thing uh, you might want to bring a battery powered radio. You listen through the speakers in your car. So, you know, every now and again, people's batteries will run out <laughs> on their cars. Now, they do offer jump starts at all these places. It's normal. But um you know, it's not that big of a deal, but, you know, sometimes it's just easier to bring if you have a small little battery powered radio to bring that. And then if you have kids, it might be a couple hours before the first movie starts. So you might want to bring some stuff to entertain them. Any drive in I've ever gone to, there's usually a grassy area where there are tons of kids running around playing tag and all sorts of stuff. So they usually entertain themselves, but, you know, your own kids <laughs> and what entertains them. So, Maria, could you give us a rundown of the drive-in spots around Pittsburgh? 
Yeah, there are four. There is um, Dependable Drive-In and Moon. And I have not been to any of these, but hopefully I will go to one of these this summer. <laughs> um, and in Grindstone, there is Brownsville Drive-In. There's Riverside Drive-In in Vandergrift and Evergreen Drive-In in Mount Pleasant. So these are all a little bit outside of the city, but, you know, if you really want to make an evening of it, um, hopefully you just go with the night owl so someone can drive you back and you're not falling asleep at the wheel. Ugh, guys, I'm still sad about them closing the drive-in in my hometown out in Robinson. It was the Twin Aww. Highway Drive-In. Um, it's such a, a a landmark, so many memories as a kid. I am pretty sure I saw little rascals out there oh, as a child. My gosh, what a what a flashback. Yeah, very sad about that. It's now a sheets, like we needed another sheets, but <laughs> here we are. A different type of entertainment. Yes. So Mallory, where are you taking us? So mine also involves a little bit of driving outside of Pittsburgh. I think if you want to give a gift that's kind of like a group fun activity, you could plan a summer camping trip. One of my favorite places to go as a kid growing up was Ohio Pile State Park, which is about an hour and a half outside of Pittsburgh. And there are so many great summer activities you can do there. Whitewater rafting. There's an incredible bike trail. Uh, there are two natural water slides, which Ooh. You use at your own caution. The water can run pretty fast. There's a lifeguard, but it is pretty cool. Um, and you can rent um, a camping spot there. And um, if you don't have equipment or if you're gifting this to somebody who's not like a big experienced camper, Three Rivers Outdoor Company offers camping rentals at their store on South Braddock. So you could stop in there, get equipment and, you know, gift your friend some gear for the weekend and then bring them out for like a really nice uh, summer camping trip. Uh, I love this. A girl after my camp loving heart. <laughs> Yeah, it's just so, you know, I think one of my favorite things about living in Pittsburgh is how much really beautiful hiking nature um, is accessible to us. And summer is a great time to take advantage of that. So I think, yeah, pack up the equipment, pack up the s'mores, surprise your friends <laughs> with a weekend getaway. I want to share something while we're talking about this. I saw this comedian post, and forgive me, I can't remember who it was, but they made this observation that everyone in Pittsburgh always says things are down. Like, even if you're going to Mount Washington, you're going down to Mount Washington. But the only time they say up is up camp. You know, a lot of us, you know, <laughs> it's kind of a Western Pennsylvania thing to have like a camp. And we always say up, even if it's down. I just think, I just think it's so funny. So you're always, you know, have a fun time, go up camp. Uh, this is a really great idea, Mallory. <laughs> so if you don't want to go up camp and want to stick closer to home, uh, Francesca, what's your recommendation? Yeah. So again, capping off the pride theme uh, for our June gift guide, we have the Gay Clay Play Day with ceramicist <laughs> Eva Conrad. Um, it's every other Wednesday. You can bring your own clay or use theirs. Um it's kind of uh, exclusive, I guess you could say. You have to send her a direct message on Instagram to RSVP and get the address. We'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, but my partner and I did a hand-building pottery class with them for our anniversary, and we had so much fun. It was called Couple of Cups, and we got to build things with our hands and she guided us through it and we got to uh, pick our colors and glaze it. I will say mine didn't end up quite like a cup. I ended up turning it into a little uh, planter. 
<laughs> because it was a little wobbly, <laughs> but I really like it. I think it's really fun to just um, bring your friend along, get your hands dirty, um, and create something together. And Eva's awesome. Uh, she does incredible pottery work with a lot of different patterns and um, unique shapes. And uh, yeah, just a big fan of them. So check them out. We'll put the link in the show notes. Um, just a lot of fun. Well, you know, anytime I do something like that and it doesn't, you know, my cup turns into a planter or whatever, it always makes me appreciate like the artistry of the people who really do that professionally and are able to sell it because it's amazing. You think something like a cup looks so simple and then it's not. Yeah. So go do this and then go to the queer craft market because you'll have a greater appreciation <laughs> for, for, for everything the they made. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So how much does this cost, Francesca? Yeah, so like I said, it's BYO Clay. So that would be what you pay or you use theirs. It is actually free but donation-based. So another very affordable activity. I would encourage you to donate. They're doing really great creative stuff in the community. And that's the Gay Clay Play Day? Yes. I, I just wanted so to much. say it. <laughs> <laughs> Francesca, I love that you're bringing us gift recommendations that don't cost the giver much of anything or anything at all. Yeah, we love an affordable summer. A little news before you go. The Allegheny County Jail Oversight Board and two of its members are getting sued. They allegedly violated Pennsylvania's Sunshine Act. It's a state law that requires government meetings to take place in public and with advance notice. WESA reports the plaintiff in the suit says the board has regularly limited access to information about the jail and restricted public comments and questions during board meetings, among other things. The board members didn't comment on the lawsuit. And a bunch of people responsible for stealing an Andy Warhol screen print 20 years ago have turned themselves in. The feds say nine people stole millions of dollars worth of paintings, sports memorabilia, and other valuables from 20 different museums, including a Jackson Pollock and Yogi Berra's World Series rings. The AP reports that some of the artifacts have been recovered, but several were destroyed. The suspects are now all in their late 40s and early 50s, and unfortunately, they're all Pennsylvanians. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're still looking for gift ideas, why not gift your friend a podcast recommendation and tell them about our show? You can also find more summer entertainment guide picks from our team in the Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. So go ahead and subscribe. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you then. Maria, take us to your um, wonderland of food. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, is that so bad? It was just how you said it. <laughs>